Welcome to IA Financial Group's In Your Interest podcast. My name is Ashley, and I'm here with Sebastian McMahon, our Chief Strategist, to discuss opportunities in 2024 in the job market. To do so, we're joined by our colleague, Maud Dumont-Montplaisir, Senior Director, Talent Management and Development. So hi, Maud. Hi, Sebastian. Hi. Hello, Maud. It's great to have you here to talk about one of our favorite topics here, the labor market. Yes, we love it. So first of all, Maud, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your role at IA Financial Group? Yeah, sure. So I'm with IA for uh, 15 years uh, this year. Uh, I started out as a student before I had finished my studies. Uh, and now my um, my role right now is a senior director of talent management and development. So I'm responsible for uh, talent acquisition, learning and development and talent management. So succession, internal mobility, uh, among others. Talent uh, management, uh, leadership uh, skills, so those are all the most important themes in uh, the labor market in 2024. So we have the right person to, to dig a little mm-hmm. bit into uh, into these. Absolutely. And Sebastian, maybe before we dig in with Mode, uh, can you summarize the economic market, including inflation, the rising interest rates and whatnot? Sure, of course. Uh, higher inflation over the last few years uh, has taken a bite out of the economy, just has uh, rising interest rates. So people are spending less and uh, that's putting some pressure on multiple segments of the economy. And interestingly, you know, there's the demand side, but, but the supply side also, this is where the labor market plays an important role. Uh, I was looking at uh, some stats from Statistics Canada, and they have this study on the labor market that comes out at the, in the second quarter of every year. So the data that I have here is for 2023, and the next edition will be out in May 2024. But they were looking at the businesses that are having the most difficulty in retaining skilled employees and recruiting skilled employees. And interestingly, where the situation is most dire is in first manufacturing. So people working in facilities, uh, accommodation and food services, um, looking at the construction workers for sure. Uh, some other sectors like finance and insurance, it's less of an issue to attract employees. So it's really, we always talk about the labor market as being this one, you know, this big block, but it's very sectoral. If you go into a restaurant and say, well, the, uh, the opening hours are much shorter now, prices are higher, where you're hearing uh, wage pressure is being an issue, well, typically that goes with the uh, unavailability of uh, talent. And interestingly, uh, the, the sectors where you see the the, the, the the largest labor scarcity is where the workers are typically either male or female, and there is less you know, crossover from one group to another. So, Labor scarcity is an issue. Uh, it is holding the economy back in some sectors, like, for example, in construction. Uh, here we'll be talking more about the reality within an insurance group. So the picture is a bit different, but I think the themes that we'll be discussing here today apply to pretty much every every segment of the, of the labor market. And in your opinion, Mode, what are the HR trends for 2024 that companies will be banking on? Yes, maybe I can talk about one trend uh, related to what uh, Sebastian just mentioned. So I think that more and more employers will be focusing on uh, skills rather than experience and diplomas. And this trend, um, we've been observing it for uh, several years now, but I think it will become even more important uh, in the future as we seek out key skills in technology, for example. So there's a tendency for organization to make the transition from 
a job-based organization to skills-based organization, uh, which leads to greater agility and is really a competitive advantage because we can use specific skills for different projects, for example, so use the right skills at the right moment. So. And for an employee, it means that you have to stay really up to date, uh, take interest in different things and really have a continuous uh, learning mindset. So I, I think that both uh, companies and employees need to adapt in that context. Yeah, and the world is becoming more and more complex, so you need to be good at uh, multi um, at multiple disciplines now on the on, on the labor market. Uh, the more clerical, let's say, uh, kind of work is being automated away uh, anyway. So you know you need to have people that have seen multiple things and they are able to bring multiple expertises together. And we're also thinking about an inclusive uh, culture, equity, diversity, inclusion. So it's not just on the skill set. You want to have a diversity of opinions and of DNA within a company, right? Yes, and I think it's really important to set an inclusion um, climate so where uh, you have a psychological safety that you can be vulnerable, that you can admit your errors. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is really something important in the market right now. Okay. And Maud, what do employees look for most in an employer and in a new job? Yeah, many things, I would say. So, uh, first of all, for sure, compensation and benefits. Uh, this is always on top reasons, but in the current economic situation, it's certainly top of mind for uh, many people. Um, I would say also flexibility um, at every level. So, people, they are professionals and Uh, we have to trust them to deliver the work they need to do in the way they want to do it and make sure as a company to offer them the, the winning conditions to do so. Uh, people, are, they really want to develop on a professional side, but also on a personal side. Uh, they're seeking fulfillment and uh, development. Uh, they want challenges and opportunities to evolve uh, within the company and uh, uh, fulfill their, their passion as well. And finally, uh, something really important is a culture that reflects their values. They're looking for a place where their opinion is valued and taken into account. We were talking about uh, EDNI and diversity of opinions. So I think this is something really important. Um, something also is really to have genuine and accessible managers where the communication is transparent. And finally, I will say the social impact of companies is also a factor valued by job seekers. Yeah, especially for the, the younger generation. They're very yes. sensitive to that. Yes, to environment and uh, EDNI questions and stuff like that. Yeah. And Mo, do you have any advice to employees looking to develop uh, their skill set or develop themselves personally or professionally? Yes. Um, first of all, I advise them to determine what's important for them. Do they want to develop in their current position? Do they want to uh, move internally, have a promotion? I think it's important to decide that first. Uh, secondly, really to take control of their development. I say like organizations and managers, uh, they're there to give opportunities, to give tools to employees, but At the end, we are the master of our development, our destiny, I would say, mm -hmm. uh, at some point. So if we wait for others to do it for us, we can wait a, a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
my other advice would be really to seize every opportunity. Um, development isn't just about training. It's so many things that you can live in the flow of work in your in, in your day-to-day, like ex- exchanging ideas and uh, learning with colleagues, uh, doing a post-mortem after a project, for example, asking for feedback, uh, listening to a podcast, reading. So there are so many things that you can do to develop. And sometimes we think like it's over on top of our current job, but it's usually in the flow of work that you can do that. Finally, I would say raise your hand and really mention your intentions to people around you. Uh, There's a lot of people, your managers are there, the company is there to help you and give you tools uh, in your development as well. Yeah, and actually, you know, as we we had our colleague uh, Claude Sirois come here talk about real estate, and he said it on the podcast, and I hear him uh, say it often in yeah. the office. Uh, no matter what age and what level you are, you are the CEO of your own career. Yeah. So if you want to develop, I mean, it's in your hands. You need to 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 work with more experienced people, and you need to take your destiny in your own hand, as you said, Maud. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Maud, and thank you, Sebastien. This was really relevant and important. Content. Content. It really makes you think. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you with us, Mode. And to our listeners, we will see you next week. Love this podcast? Want to know more about economic news? Follow our In Your Interests podcast, available on all platforms. Visit the economic news page on ia.ca or follow us on social media.